Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 56 of Be With Me. We're walking through the book of Acts sequentially, and today it's a big day for us, and it's a big day for Paul, who was Saul because he gets converted. Uh, We're going to hear the story today. This is from Acts chapter 9. Listen in. But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he went on his way, he approached Damascus and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him and falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Okay, let me stop there. I'm going to ask just a couple of questions to get us started. So number one, who does Saul persecute? Well, it's the Lord Jesus, even though he's been uh, breathing threats and murder and ravage, ravaging the church, as it says uh, in the last chapter, that Saul was ravaging the church. Actually, he's Jesus says flat out that he's persecuting Jesus, even though he doesn't know Jesus and he's never met Jesus. So what does this persecution look like? Well, it's breathing threats and murders and uh, verse in chapter 22:19 it says that he imprisoned and beat them. We find here in this part of the story that it's coordinated with the high priests and the Jewish officials. And then this is interesting, I think, that the persecution has to go outside of Jerusalem. Well, why is that? Well, because the persecution started in Jerusalem, and that resulted in believers, Christians, followers of the way, uh, bouncing out of Jerusalem. And we talked about that being like a balloon. Well, now the balloon has popped, and Saul, who's going to become Paul, uh, goes 135 miles away to go find Christians, to bring them back, to either murder them, arrest them, bind them. Um, so the church, the teaching point is that the church is expanding. Well, that's kind of one of the cool part about it is he has to go 100. And, we know the church is now 135 miles big. When we learned about Philip and the eunuch, that was maybe... 40 or 80 miles or something like that, not very far. He, then he travels with the eunuch down towards uh, Ethiopia. And now we find not just Ethiopia, uh, that in Syria that there's believers. All right, so why is there a dispersion? Well, the big reason is because God wants there to be dispersion. One of the key verses from Acts is in Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, because the book of Acts is about the Holy Spirit. And you'll be my witnesses, and then here, think of the target, Jerusalem, bigger, Judea, bigger, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. And we find the church going to the end of the earth here a little bit. And then the name of the group is the way that he persecutes the way, if any be found belonging to the way. So there's maybe, I don't know, seven or so times in the book of Acts where the way is is the name that is utilized for Christians. I'm not sure why we don't call Christianity the way 
uh, now uh, because it's pretty common in the book of Acts, at least. All right, so let's talk about Saul and the Lord seeing him. So he interacts with Saul here, and the teaching point for Mr. Saul is that he is known. Um, and then when he's exposed here, we find that he is not okay. That is that Saul's sin has found him out, and his wrong thoughts have found him out, and his wrong actions have been found out. Now, he is named specifically Saul. Saul, why why are you uh, persecuting me? So, the he is the object of the Lord's attention. And someday, you and I will both be the, uh, the, the specific verbal pointed object of the Lord's attention, which is, you know, very sobering. He is voiced. It's an audible voice. I don't have any deep thoughts about that today. But here's the thing that's the biggest thing about today is that here's what Saul had to understand. He thought that the way and Christianity was a bunch of bunk. He thought that Jesus was dead and that the resurrection was fake. There was no such thing. So when Jesus identifies himself and says, I am Jesus, i.e., I'm not dead, i.e., Paul, Saul, you are wrong, that the Lord reveals himself in this way. So he has to recognize three things, that the Lord is risen, that the Lord is alive, and that he was wrong about uh, Numbers 1 and 2. It says uh, beautifully in uh, Galatians chapter 1, as Paul is explaining how God called him, uh, that he says, the Lord was pleased to reveal his son to me. So this this revelation, even though this is terrible for Saul, uh, terrible and, and wonderful, the Lord was pleased to do this. The Lord wants to be known. And the, the funny thing is here is even after the Lord introduces himself or speaks to him and says, why are you persecuting me? And, and Saul says, who? Who are you? Who are you, Lord? So even after the Lord speaks, Saul is not familiar enough with the Lord that when he is when he speaks, that he is known. Like who? It's just like like this is a, a total surprise to him, uh, and it must have been terrible because not only is there a voice, but there's a light, which is maybe the visible recognition of the character and the characteristics of God. We call that glory. And then the scary thing for him, I'm sure, is that he is judged. He's a murderer, or at least an accessory to murder. He's a arrester of men and women. He's a beater. He's an imprisoner. And uh, this all must have hit him like a, like a ton of bricks. So we find Saul seen by the Lord, exposed, named specifically, and then surprised. And probably what is he surprised at? That, oh, I was wrong. And this eventually here will become his moment of conversion, but not quite just yet today. So I invite you, come back tomorrow and we'll hear what happens uh, with the rest of this encounter. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow, Lord willing.